come with me. We're going on a fantastic cruise. Pick your destination with news tips and reviews. But here is an item you might not have thought of. All of the things under the water. Nature surrounds us with elegant features. You can't go on a cruise and not see the creatures. So let's make some magic. Let's get ecstatic. Instantly classic. Maybe romantic. The wildlife around you. Cinematic on your fantastic cruise. Bon Beanie, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt. And I'm Kimbra. And today we have very special guests, Ann and Stephen from ShipShape with Ann and Stephen. How are you guys doing today? Wonderful. Bon Beanie, Matt and Kimbra. Super Bon Beanie. Super Bon Beanie. That's like an extra special Bon Beanie. <laughs> let, let me settle something real quick here because it's because, you know, we were watching some of your videos like catching up on some older videos and stuff like that today. And, and I always call you Steven, but I noticed that, Ann, sometimes you call him Steve. Is it Steve or Steven? Or is it just if you're in trouble? How does that work? It actually depends on the mood and what I did. Steve is fine. <laughs> okay. And so Steven it's is like, when he's in trouble. Steven is when he's in trouble. Okay. <laughs> but the name of your channel and the name of your Facebook group is Ship Shape with Ann and Steven. So Correct. does that mean he's in trouble more often than he's not in trouble? Probably. You'll notice that his name is second. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's start right there. So you guys have a YouTube channel, which has the same title as your Facebook group, correct? Right. Okay. So we want to keep it simple for everybody so they don't have to look in different places and have to try to remember two things. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Now your Facebook group, let's talk about that first because I feel like that's really a cool thing and you're super active in it and active is the right word. Tell us a little bit about your Facebook group and, and uh, what goes on there. Well, over on our Facebook group, we try to, we try to combine two things that I personally am really passionate about. So we're trying to combine cruising and learning to live healthier and eating healthier and bringing that into the cruising scene with us. So when we cruise, we're not necessarily going and gaining 10, 20 pounds. We're maintaining that and we're trying to get people to, to realize that when you are cruising, you don't have to just, you know, pig out on everything. Allow yourself some special little treats here and there, but you don't necessarily have to pig out on all the different foods that they have. Yeah, when you first hear that you're talking about being healthy and cruising, it almost sounds like an oxymoron, right? You're like, wait a minute, that's impossible. That's like fresh frozen. You can't do that. But but you can, right? And we're going we're gonna to actually get into that as like kind of a main topic. I would say the meat and potatoes, but that's maybe not the healthy way to discuss it in this, in this case. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> it's, like the, it's like the grilled chicken and um, broccoli of this episode. But let's also talk about your YouTube channel, which is focused on the same things? Basically, um, we try to incorporate the healthy aspect of cruising when we do our cruising vlogs, which we're very new to. We've only got a couple out. And we try to focus on the fun and the actual cruise itself, not necessarily just the food. Because right. a lot of people cruise and think, oh, I'm going to go into the buffet and I'm going to eat this and I'm going to eat pizza at 2 a.m. And <laughs> your cruise should be more about the actual cruise, the fun you're having, the memories you're making, than just what you're eating. Right, right. Instead of just focusing solely on the food. And, and I know you've got videos, like I just watched, I think it's your most recent video about the oatmeal cookies. Yeah. We're, Which, we're, with 2020, we're trying to bring more content and more videos to our YouTube channel and to our Facebook group to keep people more active. And the oatmeal cookies is our latest. So we're doing meal prep Monday. Every Monday, there'll be a new meal prep type video out because meal prep is the, I think, in my, in my opinion, is the key to your success when you're trying to eat healthy and lose weight. I, I think that makes sense because, Kimbra, you and I have been trying to diet on and off for a while, and we are more successful when we take the time to meal prep. When we don't meal prep, we get real lazy, and that means we make really bad choices. And as soon as you make one bad choice, it's like a rabbit hole. You just keep going down that rabbit hole deeper and deeper. And before long, instead of eating healthy, you're, um, you're at the fast food restaurant for lunch and then you're back there for dinner and it's just like you just hey, give You're up. back to your old ways of eating. And yeah. if you prep it and you have it ready to go, and usually we mainly prep our breakfast and lunch with our snacks for the work week. Right. Okay. Because um, dinner we plan out, but we don't necessarily prep. 
So our lunches and our breakfasts, we prep out for about four days out because you really don't want to keep food in the refrigerator for longer than four days. So yeah, we prep that, that out and then it, it keeps you from, from grabbing the fast food at lunch. When you're hungry, you have what you need, you're, it's ready for you, your fresh fruits, your vegetables and all, all that good stuff instead of turning to the vending machine at work and grabbing a bag of chips or a soda, you have the healthy items that you need. Now, let me ask you guys this, because you like those oatmeal cookies, I know, Anne, and Stephen, you, you ate them and you said they were pretty good. I love oatmeal cookies, and those oatmeal cookies had like bananas and peanut butter, which right. are the other things I like besides oatmeal cookies, and then walnuts. You liked them too, though, Stephen. You thought they were pretty good, or were you like, oh, I could eat them, or what, what was your take on those? No, actually, I uh, I like them, and I also like them with the uh, little bit of a fresh preserve. Gives it a little extra flavor. But yeah, they are they're good. They're filling and they're satisfying. It's it's like a cookie, but you don't have to feel terribly bad when you eat it. There's not what? a lot of sugars and added stuff. It's pretty much good food. Yeah, when you threw like those things in, and it was like basically you were baking like peanut butter and bananas. I was like, does that work? I don't know anything about baking or cooking. It just seemed like weird to me, but it, it, they came out, they looked good. And then, yeah, I, I want to try them for sure. They're super easy. I like them because you can have them for a snack. If you want a cookie, you don't have to feel like you're neglecting yourself because dieting, you know, I don't like to call it a diet, but when you are dieting, it's really hard. It's really hard to give up everything that you've known and sweets are part of that. And with the banana, it's the three ingredients. It's banana, it's the oatmeal and peanut butter. And the, the, the banana is acting as the sweetener. So you're not missing out on that sweetness. If you have a sweet tooth, it fills the void. They're really, really pretty good. Very cool. Yeah, we're going to have to try them really soon because oatmeal cookies are like one of my favorite things. I know. So if I could have a somewhat healthy oatmeal cookie, that would be, that would be the bee's knees, as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> and bees have a lot of knees. They have six. Look at that. Look at that. That's what happens when you hang around me too long. You start <laughs> counting beanies and I, stuff like it that. It actually wasn't you that I learned that from. You didn't learn that from me? I didn't. I learned it with a, a coworker, Rebecca. Um, oh, we were talking okay. about, I told her she was the bee's knees. So then, of course, we had to look up how many knees bees had. It was six. Yes. Six. If you were the lobster's knees, you'd have even more knees. More than six. <laughs> how many knees would you have if you were the lobster's 20? knees? Ten. Ten. Only ten? Well, I mean, then you start thinking about the joints of the leg, then uh, this right, is good. bees have, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, it, it could get it could get really deep with that, but uh, that's all the buzz is what they say. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so, so we wanted to definitely talk about your channel, and if those of you that are listening out there, make sure to go and check out their YouTube channel. I will put a link to it in the show notes so you can find it. You can find their cruise vlogs, which are a lot of fun as well as their, their Meal Prep Mondays and their other fun videos that they have on there. And then also make sure to go to Facebook and join their Facebook group because it is a great way. I know, I know I've know i been kind of guilty of not being a part of it, but I need to since I we're trying to lose weight because you do like a, a weigh-in Wednesday and all that sort of thing. So it's, it's a really good positive group that um, has a lot of ideas going on and just a lot of positive reinforcement. So a lot of people right now, I'm sure, are thinking about losing weight and getting healthy at this time of year, that's a great way to keep you motivated throughout the year. So it's not something that you just have to restart every January 1st, that you make it more of a lifestyle instead of just like a thing you do for a few weeks and then forget about it. Right. Because if you didn't, after the holidays, people really want, they think they want to get in shape. They think they want to go on a diet. And that's where a lot of people mess up going on a diet because it's very unrealistic to do some of the things that people think they can do and things they think they can eat and go without eating. And if you make it more of a lifestyle change, you're more likely to stay with it than you are to start it and by February or March be done with it. And over on our Facebook page, we have a lot of fun with everybody. Yeah, there's we do. definitely a very good group. We try to do some giveaways and things that keep people motivated. And we really, we have a really good group. They share recipes, ideas. I've gotten a lot of emails, a lot of messages from people saying how it's really affected them and how much they enjoy it. Uh, weigh in Wednesdays, you know, some people don't want to put their weight out there. And we encourage people to put their, their numbers, their weight on our page. We're a closed group. So 
that makes them feel a little bit better about it, but we still have a lot of members that aren't comfortable. And I really want people to be comfortable putting their weight out there because it's definitely, it's, it's one thing in life that we can change is our weight. Absolutely. So let's stay on that topic because that is, like I said, that is the, the grilled chicken of this episode. Um, if you're going on a cruise and you're like, okay, I, I've been working really hard. I've been dieting and we're changing lifestyles and I've been exercising and I'm just, you know, I've, I've made some progress or I'm starting to make some progress. And now I've got this seven night cruise that I'm going on and I'm afraid it's all going to go to pot. So what are, what are some things that people can do? What are some tips that you guys have for staying healthy while you're on that cruise? Well, first of all, if you've already started eating differently, if your lifestyle is different than that of a cruise buffet, stick with it. That's the number one thing. Stick with what you're doing. Allow yourself a little bit of freedom. But I have found when I go on a cruise, if I totally change the way I'm eating on the cruise from the way I'm eating at home, it really does mess up your, dig your digestive tract. Like you get an upset stomach and stuff upset like that? Upset stomach, okay. stomach cramps, you know, you, the whole unpleasantries of the gut in your stomach. So stick with what you're doing. Allow yourself the opportunity to have some treats, but don't go overboard. You don't need a guy's burger every three hours. I mean, I know some people <laughs> think they do, but you really don't need a I'm guy's burger. I'm not guilty burger. of that. <laughs> well, me neither. <laughs> I mean, and you, you have to think reasonable too. I mean, if you're going to have dinner, have a lean protein, have some vegetable. You know, if you want to snack later on, snack later on. Because here's the thing when I go on a cruise, I'm walking a lot more, I'm a mm -hmm. lot more active than I am on my day to day. I work a nine to five job at a desk, I barely move. When I'm on a cruise, when I'm on a cruise ship, I'm moving. I'm walking up and down steps. I'm walking around decks. I'm exploring ports. I'm snorkeling. I'm swimming. So you are more active. If you could just keep your diet kind of the same as you would in, in your normal day to day, you'll be fine. Well, I think that's a good point. And I know uh, that's one of the things I, I've worried about is when I've, I went kind of hardcore on a diet at one point, and then I, I almost, I went off the diet actually a little bit a week before the cruise because I wanted to like get back into <laughs> eating shape. But really, then I found that I didn't really eat as much. When I first started cruising, the first like probably two or three cruises, like I ate like a complete and total glutton. I was sick. I didn't feel good. I mean, you, you got to just kind of train your brain to go, look, the food's going to be there. It's always going to be there. You don't have to be constantly eating it. Focus on other things. But I, I did, I was talking to Kimbra about like how much people gain on cruises. And we, we tried to look up some, some averages. Of course, it's all, you know, what people say in polls and sort of that sort of thing. But it seems like the average person gains somewhere between five and 10 pounds on a cruise. Isn't that what they, we, we read? Was it five and 10 pounds? Yeah, I think that's what we found. And I, and I said, well, I don't think I've ever gained more than a couple pounds on a cruise. Even when I've eaten like that, I think it's because I am more active, but definitely, you know, as I've cruised more, I'm not eating as much. But another thing you mentioned snorkeling and I know, I know, Anne, you're a big fan of snorkeling and you know, I'm a little bit fond of, of that activity as well. And just a little bit. Just a, just a wee bit. If, if you like to hold your breath underwater, like free diving and stuff like that. One of the things that I know is that if you have a belly full of food, um, and your body's working to digest that, it's actually going to decrease the amount of time you can stay underwater. So like when I'm going snorkeling and I know I'm going to be really going underwater for a long time, I will take a really light breakfast because of that. So, so that can even have an impact on it as well. If you, if you want to be active, you want to make sure that you're, you're staying on that sort of healthy diet so you're not cramping up or just, just ruining your time. Right. And another thing that people don't realize as far as staying healthy and eating healthy, I hear a lot of people say that they swell up when they're on a cruise. And I'm guilty of that too. My ankles, my feet, my legs, they will swell up. And we have a really long drive home. So that makes the swelling even worse. And I've spoken to my doctor about it. And what we've come to realize, a lot of people think it's because of the water on the ship. I always see people buying bottles of water and can't drink the ship water. You got to buy bottles of water because they think that the salt in the, there's more salt in the water than in the bottled water that they're purchasing. And that's absolutely not true. 
the reason people are swelling up on cruises is because they're eating all the processed food. Uh. Uh, yeah, it's not, it doesn't really have anything to do with the water on the cruise ship. Most of the time, the water on the cruise ship is actually lower in sodium than the bottled water that they're drinking. Interesting, okay. Yeah, so a lot of people were thinking that, you know, we can't, we can't drink the water. We're, let's eat the food. Let's eat all that sodium-packed food, that processed food, <laughs> but not drink the water when it's just the opposite way. You should be drinking a lot of water on your cruise to flush out all the impurities from the processed food that you're eating. That's like the basic human condition though, right? Like you're like, oh, you've been on this cruise, you've been eating like a maniac and, and, uh, and why are you feeling bad? Why is your, why your legs went up? Oh, it must be that water I'm drinking. I'm gonna have to change the water. <laughs> I'm sure it's not all the sweets and salty food and stuff like that. Can't be that. It's got to be the water. That's, that's interesting. That's pretty cool. I will. Well, I, I usually do drink a lot, but it can be challenging. I guess one tip I would give people out there, something I've learned from, from cruising over the years is to bring a, a big cup. Um, that way you can go up to the buffet area and you can fill up with ice and then you can fill up with water and whatever you want. So you can bring it back to your stateroom. That's one of the problems I used to have is I would drink if I was on deck, but then I'd go back to the room and I wouldn't have access to the water. I just wouldn't drink. Now, they do let you bring like cans of, of soda or something on board. I guess you could bring like bubbly water or something that's just, you know, water with just a little bit of flavor, just straight bubbly water. But I usually bring soda and that's not helping my case at all with the sodium. So, uh, so bringing that cup would be one way to make sure that you're getting lots of water. I know, Kimbra, you just bought like a, a new cup for work so that you drink lots of water at work. How, how many gallons of, of water fit in that cup? Okay, so it's 64 ounces. It's not gallons. It looks like, a, it looks like a keg. <laughs> I don't think there's water in it. I, I really don't. Yeah, that's how I get through my work day. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's how I might get through my work day, too. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's to help me drink more water because... She yeah. She's also gaining or gaining muscle mass from lifting that thing every day and <laughs> drinking. It's like the effort to, to do that. <laughs> but yeah, drinking, you know, bringing a cup when we bring a cup and we always fill it up with water or sometimes the lemonade that they offer and stuff. And you, you got to keep in mind though, that stuff's filled with sugar and sodium. Right. When you bring your own drink, if you can switch to like, a, you know, not to promote any one product. And I know like Carnival's going back to Pepsi. So their Pepsi One or Coke Zero, those type things have a lot less, if any, sodium. I don't even know if they have sodium in them. Diet have, Right. I think they have sodium. They just don't have sugar. Right. And Diet Right doesn't have anything. So, I mean, if you're going to, if you, if you absolutely need a soda, there are some healthier options. That's the right you. choice. Is that what you're that's saying? That's the, the right, right choice, choice. <laughs> baby. Is that the same thing? No, that's Pepsi. Pepsi. How do you guys feel about that, the, the, the uh, Coke to Pepsi thing? I know that was a huge controversy in certain circles. Mm, yeah, it's not. We're, we're Coke Zero fans over yeah. here, so we're not thrilled about it. But, you know, the Pepsi one's not going to be too far off. So yeah. it's okay. I mean, we don't drink a lot of it. Steve's more of a coffee drinker. Yeah, I'm more of a coffee drinker. And I actually found uh, one of my new favorite drinks, which... I had in Germany, and it's a uh, sparkling water with a uh, flavor. Um, this is a mixed berry flavor, and there's a lemon-lime flavor. And it has absolutely zero sugar, zero calories, and I... I it, and zero taste. And no, it has very good <laughs> It taste. has zero taste. It's no. disgusting. It has a light berry taste. I don't know about the lemon-lime. We just bought that tonight, but... Um, that's what I'm leaning towards drinking. It's just like having a soda, but there's no there's no colors, there's no sugars. It's no a sparkling sodium. water. It's a sparkling water with a with a flavor. And it's gross. No, yeah. I, uh, I agree. That's what Matt drinks. I'm on too. Team Steven here. No, I think you're crazy. <laughs> I love it's, those things. I'd yeah. rather drink plain water than that. Right. <laughs> yep. I can put some berries or something in it to jazz it up if I need to, but I'd rather have the plain water. I don't like that bubbly stuff. Yeah, no. But you'll drink bubbly <laughs> soda, which is really actually worse for you yeah. versus drinking this. Bubbly soda tastes good. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So does pizza at 2 a.m. doesn't make it good for you. There you go. There you go. Oh, I'm not going to win this one, am I? <laughs> the water wars. That's what we'll call it. <laughs> the water wars. <laughs> 
So what about, um, what about besides eating? Well, hang on, let me backtrack there. As far as eating goes, um, is it hard to find good, healthy options? So I know like cutting down on the amount of food is one thing you can do or the amount of times you eat per day, but is, is it hard to find healthy choices on a cruise as far as what you're choosing to eat? It's really not. I really, I have never had a problem with it. And even if it's not a healthy choice, it can, you can make it healthier. Right. So for instance, you can go get a guy's burger without the bun, yeah. without the ketchup, without all the extras and just have a burger. But I have never, and it's especially easy, you know, on the buffet because they have salads, they have fresh vegetables, they have lean proteins. So you have an option there. And then we, I'm a creature of habit and I enjoy going to the main dining room and you can have chicken grilled chicken. You can have a steak with a vegetable. It's all portion controlled. It, it's, it's there for you. Again, you can't control what they're putting on it as right. far as salts and stuff, but it's portion controlled and it's healthier than some other options. So I have never found, I've never had a problem finding healthier things to eat. Yeah, it seems like they usually have some some chicken options or, or fish options if you like seafood. And and I know one of the things that I find really interesting about the MDR on cruises is that the portion sizes are not huge. They're probably what we should have as a portion size in our right. normal everyday life. Now, of course, you can order unlimited numbers of those portions. And some people do. Sometimes I've done that. But but you don't have to. And, and the other thing that I find that's nice about the MDR, because I, I too am, am a, a fan of the MDRs, because it, it takes a little bit of time. Some people don't like that, but I, I don't mind it. Um, because you're eating kind of slowly, I feel like it, you like take the time to fill up. Whereas if I'm eating at home, by the time, like by the time my stomach and my brain have communicated with each other, I've stuffed my stomach like four times what it should have been. Right. That doesn't happen on the MDR as much. I mean, it, sometimes it does, but usually it doesn't because they're, they're pacing me and I'm pacing myself and, and just, uh, taking my time eating like probably we normally should eat when we can. Right. And you're on vacation. So that time that you're spending in the MDR shouldn't really, it shouldn't upset anybody to spend an hour, an hour or two in the MDR because that's what your vacation is. You're supposed to relax and enjoy the things you don't get to enjoy every day. I mean, I guess it depends on who's at your table, but well, yeah, that's true too. <laughs> but normally, I, I've always, whenever I've been seated with people I don't know, it's still usually been a, a pleasant experience. I've only had maybe one instance when I was sat next to people that I was like, I don't know if I can keep eating with these people. But then they didn't show up the rest of the time. So we've only ever eaten at a table with people we don't know one time. And this one couple came in and it was on a different cruise line. They came in and they sat down and there were like four, three other couples at this table. They sat down, they looked around, they got up and they walked out. Yeah, oh, they, wow. didn't, they didn't stay yeah, very they long. Yeah, they didn't stay very long. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, like, I like talking to people and getting to know people. So usually when I do that, it's kind of fun. But yeah, I've, I've had that happen probably on about half of the cruises where I've, if I'm, if it's just, if it's not me and a group of people going, but um Usually, yeah, it's, it becomes a pleasant experience. That's that's kind of funny. I guess normally the people that you don't want to sit by are the kind of people that don't want to eat at the MDR, I guess. Mostly. Right. I'm sure there's people out there that are listening right now going, oh, no, no, I can tell you a story about somebody that I had to sit <laughs> next to for a seven-night cruise, and they were a pain in the butt. But, uh, yeah, not usually too much of an issue. So let's move away from food. And um, are there other things that people can do to kind of stay healthy while they're on board? I know you said there's – normal like you're you're walking more you're you're snorkeling you're swimming at ports stuff like that but is are there other steps you can take for people that maybe don't want to be as active with the snorkeling that sort of thing that can help um, keep you fit yeah well i mean instead of taking the elevators every time you need to go up a flight of stairs you can walk up the stairs they're That's not very one. steep yeah they're not very steep and it's not difficult at all there's also most ships have a walking or jogging track up on the higher deck levels and you can walk that you can go to the gym i know they have treadmills and all different types of exercises um, that you can do they have some have classes that you can take 
So there's a lot of different things. Just walking in itself is, is a great thing. So walk around the ship, explore the ship, see what it has to offer. You never know what you might find. It's like my watch always tells me every so often, it's time to stand up and stuff like that. So, you know, that, that's true still on, on the ship, even though you want to get your relaxation time in, if you're, if you're a relaxing cruiser, uh, if that's your cruise type, then that's fine. But yeah, you want to still make sure to get that body activity. And, and man, I mean, who doesn't want to walk around on the deck of the cruise ship and just watch the ocean and feel the, ocean. The, the ocean breeze and all that sort of thing. It's just a really cool experience. So. And not only that, but moving around and walking is going to really, it's going to help keep your body from swelling if you have problems with that. If the longer you sit, the more you're going to swell. So if you can be active and walk, it's going to be much better for you. That makes sense. And I've been told that uh, in the past, I, I try and take the stairs sometimes, but a lot of times I would take the elevator. I've been informed that in the future, excluding when I'm like with my mom who can't do the stairs, I will be taking the stairs almost exclusively. Is that, that's what I was told, right? That might be true. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see how that pans out. I mean, I, I'm game. I can do it. Yeah. I mean, there's usually people waiting at the elevator anyways, and I don't like being on the elevator with a lot of people. It freaks me out. So I'd rather just take the stairs than be jammed in an elevator with people. You get claustrophobic? No, it's it's not the claustrophobic. It's like, I don't, I know that the elevator can handle so much weight, but I don't trust it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, if you're going to get stuck in an elevator, that's probably the place you don't want it to happen is on the on the cruise. Yeah, probably not. So before we got you on here, we were kind of talking about this topic a little bit and kind of prepping on, you know, how we wanted to approach it and, and our thoughts on it. So like, like I say, we we're talking about like, like I haven't gained a lot of weight on the cruise, but I think it's because I'm so active and because I, I just don't eat as much on the cruise anymore. I still enjoy myself, but I don't eat like I did at first. But we were kind of coming up with um, three sort of general mindsets that I think people have that are thinking about health on a cruise. And um, this is what we came up with. Yeah. So, so the first one is kind of like what you said is you're, you're being healthy. So stay healthy. So be healthy, stay healthy is kind of how I wrote it. Just maintain. Right. Yeah. Maintain. Um, the other one is I'm on vacation. I'll do what I want, <laughs> which is we hear a lot kind of what I've done before, but then, you know, we get back from vacation and it, stays that way so yes that's that's one not. year later yeah i'm still on vacation no you're not on vacation anymore and then um the third one which is kind of where i'm at right now is even it out so basically it's like you know if i'm going to gain five to ten pounds on the cruise my cruise is in 41 days i've got 41 days to lose that five to ten pounds right go, go extreme and then <laughs> yeah but, but having said that your general mindset though is to kind of stay healthy so it is, so you're going to yeah. So you're going to try and stay healthy and maintain that, but then right up to it, you're going to try and go hardcore, lose a little bit extra, and then that gives you a little bit more freedom on the ship. But I can tell you, you're not going to gain weight with me because we're going to be like snorkeling in the water and scuba diving and apparently walking up lots of stairs. So Well, I don't usually gain weight like while I'm on the ship either, but you know. Why not give myself that extra just in case? It's <laughs> <laughs> a just in case. But those are those are kind of the three things that we kind of hear people say. Is that that's the same kind of thing you you kind of the general mindset of the. Of yeah, the, that's the that's what we hear all the time. We either get the people that think they're going to go on the cruise and and maintain, or, you know, or the people like you said, Kimber, they're gonna they're gonna work really hard beforehand. If, if they're figuring they're gonna gain five to ten pounds, then they want to lose five to ten pounds which is great, but again, you're causing yourself grief once you're on that ship. Right. Your stomach's gonna be, you're not gonna feel like doing things because you're putting stuff into your body that your body hasn't had for those weeks building up to the cruise. Definitely. And you know, we hear people just saying, oh, we're on vacation. There's no diet on vacation, <laughs> but you're not on a diet. It's a lifestyle change. Right. And right you need to kind of stick with it best you can. I know one of the things that I've gotten from listening to you guys and, and watching your videos and stuff is, is and I think this kind of helps with the, the stay healthy thing is setting like realistic expectations. So you don't have to go on the cruise and go crazy eating and say like, I'm on vacation, everything goes, but don't hold yourself to such a, a limit that you are, 
not enjoying yourself, just kind of kind of come up with those expectations that maybe you're going to eat a little bit less healthy than you normally do, but within parameters, within a boundary. Right, right. You know, you're paying a lot of money. Most people only get one or two weeks a year that they can go on vacation. So you want to enjoy yourself. You want to have fun. You want to experience the different culinary aspects of cruising that you may not get to experience in your everyday life. We don't go out to five-star or four-star restaurants every week and enjoy a nice dinner. Right. So you want to enjoy that, but you just want to keep in mind how it's going to make you, number one, feel while you're on that cruise when you overeat. Because it's not like if you're at home and you overeat where, you know, you're not out anything except for maybe a couple hours right, laying right. on the couch. <laughs> you know, you don't want to ruin your vacation that you spent hundreds or thousands of dollars to, to do. And you don't want to have to go back home and feel guilty about going and having fun because that's not going to help you after the cruise. Right. You're just going to feel like, well, I've already ruined it. I've already eaten all this food and I've gained 10 pounds. I might as well have one more cheeseburger or right. one more basket of fries. You know, what's the difference? You don't need to make the cruise blues any worse than they already are. Oh yeah. Cause they're already <laughs> bad enough as it is. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of food, we have a, a thing that we do every now and then called a would you rather, a basic, I'm sure you've heard these before. And uh, we came up with a would you rather for us for this episode. And uh, Kimber, do you want to present the would you rather? Absolutely. And, and we, can, we can ask, uh, who do you want to ask first? Um, I'm going to ask Stephen first. Uh-oh. You're on the hot seat, Stephen. <laughs> Uh-oh. All right. All right. So would you rather try the alligator fritters or the frog legs? Actually, I've had the frog legs and alligator fritters I did not have, but I did have um, alligator when we lived in Florida. So, yeah, bring them both. I told you. Ooh. I told you. I was like, Stephen's going to be like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. What else you got? That she, she was going to throw escargot in there. And I'm like, well, I love escargot. Yes, sir. <laughs> one of my favorites. All right. That's one of the ones that I usually order double of. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And they're small. I mean, come on. They're snails. How big yeah, can they be? They're, really? They're not. Just little guys. Yeah. And in the meantime, his wife is in the MDR ordering chicken nuggets off the kids' menu. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Who, who's next? How about you? Oh, me? Yeah. Well, this is a little bit tougher for me because um, I have eaten alligator. I know that seems weird. People that know me, I, I have developed very close relationships with alligators. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, I kind of, when I did that, I kind of felt like I was eating my pet cat or something like that. But, uh, but my big challenge here honestly, is that both of them, I, I had frog legs when I was a kid. I don't remember it very much. Kind of tastes fishy and fishy makes me feel sick to my stomach. So if I had to try one, I think I would probably go with the frog legs just because I haven't had those in a while. And I'd be like, well, at least if I'm going to get sick, I'm going to try something new. And, and I'll, go with, I'll go with frog legs, even though it just brings me back to Kermit every time when he says that line. <laughs> All I can think of is thousands of frogs on crutches. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Kimber? What would you try? That is a really hard one. So frogs are one of my favorite animals. Ribbit. So You don't like alligators? Well, I, I do like alligators, but I like frogs a lot. So I was going to say alligator fritters until Matt said that they tasted fishy. A little to me, some people say they're not fishy, but I can detect fishiness in anything. Well, I people can't are always too. like, We had those crab yeah. rangoons the other day, and I couldn't do it. That's true, and I could do those. Yeah, so, that's, so, yeah. so I guess maybe I'll say the uh, <laughs> come have chicken nuggets with me. <laughs> yes, just have chicken nuggets, and it all tastes like chicken, it. right? No, it does not. <laughs> Actually, it does. How, did the, chicken, how no. did the chicken get that designation? Like, why doesn't everything taste like alligator? You know, why is it? Why is the chicken the uh, the predominant thing that everything tastes like? Because Just, everybody eats chicken. I guess. Always. I guess. I guess. Yeah. So I think I'd say frog legs. You're going with frog legs. Yeah. They probably taste fishy when, too. When I was little, people said, "Oh, they're good. They taste like chicken." So, I like chicken. I don't like fish. <laughs> I like chicken. So I'll go with frog legs. They're good. They do. Matt's right. They do have frog legs. Do have a little bit of a fishy taste. Yeah. More than alligator? Yes. In my okay. opinion, yes. 
then I'm a little bit go more than alligator. Alligator. I say, that wouldn't surprise <laughs> me. That wouldn't surprise me. And most people eat alligator and don't think they taste fishy, but I, I think it depends on what the alligator has been eating. I think they take on the flavors of the food they're eating. You know, it's like corn fed beef or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Well, Beef doesn't taste like corn. Luckily, this is hypothetical, and I'm not eating any of it. <laughs> How about you, Anne? No, I no, no, I'm not eating <laughs> frogs. I don't like frogs from the get go. I don't like when they hang on my door and I'm trying to get in the house. I don't like no <laughs> land on the back of your neck. I don't like when they land on the back of my neck. No, I don't like frogs. so you could eat them to get back at them. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> you could just prepare them, then I'll eat them. No. Not preparing them either. Gross. So if you if you had to eat one, I I would be a very thin person <laughs> because I'm not eating either of them. <laughs> that's valid. I think that's valid. All right. So the next thing we thought we would do is have a little fun. We've done this on a couple episodes where we play heads up, but uh, we we thought we'd do it with you guys and and add to the challenge. So what we've done is is we've got the heads up game on my phone and we've got like 42, 43 words, something like that in there. And so what we thought we do is have kind of like me and Steven versus Kimbra and Ann. So, right. Yeah. That's what yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That, that sounds good. Okay. For so those of you listening out there, the way heads up works in general is a team like say me and Steven, uh, we are, should I call you Steve? Cause you're not in trouble by me, but Steve so, will work. Steve will work. All right. So me and Steve, Steve and I, let me say that in proper English. <laughs> Steve and I, we will, uh, one of us will have access to the words and the other one will give the person, the person that has access to the words will give the other one clues. You can't say any of the words that are in the, I'm really making this complicated. Yeah, it? basically you have to describe it without saying any part of it. Exactly, exactly. All right, so we're going to play heads up anyway. So if you're out there, try and guess along, see if you can get the words before we get them. And, uh, and we'll see whether Steve and I get the most points or whether you and Kimber and Ann get the most points. So um, who, who should we have go first? You and Steve. Me and Steve? All right. You and Steve. Steve, do you want to guess first or do you want to give the clues first? Uh, I'll give the clues first. Okay. Let's try that. Uh, I'm going to let you control okay. that. Do you want the blindfold? Um, do you guys trust me? I can use it. I trust you. you. Trust me? We okay. trust you. I, I don't think I can read it. There's a little box that shows our, our video, but I don't think I can read it. And, and I'm, you know, I was, I was raised well. I don't cheat. Huh. <laughs> All right. Are you ready? It is hot. No. Mm -mm. no. Nope. Ah! <laughs> the name of a ship that we will be going on in April. Uh, is it a cruise line carnival? No. Or, no. It's a cruise line. It's a cruise line. Norwegian? Um, no. Princess? Um, Royal Caribbean? No. Um, Norwegian? Did I say that? No. Uh, MSC. You're terrible at this. <laughs> yeah, yes, MSC. Okay. Yes. All right. Where you go to work out? The gym. You go to someplace in the woods, or you can go to it in the Excursion. on the ship. Oh, on the ship. On the ship. Someplace the rest. in the woods. Rest room? No. Lee, uh, uh, Lee, don't know. Um. <laughs> Man, he's bad. What, what was? Okay. What was it? It was cabin. Okay, so you didn't actually get that first okay. one. I Hot turned tub. it the wrong way. We messed up there. Ca oh, cabin. Okay, cabin in the woods. I get it. I get it. All right. And MSC. You couldn't think of anything for MSC? Really? I have never been on the, the ship. But it's a Mediterranean cruise. Well, there's others that are Mediterranean cruises as well. <sighs> All right, so who's going next now? You want to you give clues in? And sure. Okay. Hopefully I'll be better than Steven. All right, you guys both ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Something you do from the ship. You get off the ship and you go somewhere and you do- Excursion. Something. Yep. This is the day of the cruise when you get on the ship. It's your what day? 
cruise day? Nope. Your dog, your dog might do it in the background at points. <laughs> um, You're getting on the ship. Oh, embarkation? Yep. I don't get it. <laughs> um, where you want to go to get all the latest cruise and healthy habits. Ship shape with Ann and Steven. Yes. <laughs> um, you, when you first get on the ship, you might grab one of these and it would be the... Uh, drink of the day. Yes. Um, the front of the ship. The forward. No, wait. Oh, the bow? The back of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> it was a stern. I got him confused. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter because you blew me and Steven out of the water. You guys got... <laughs> You got four. four cards. How many did we get? How many? Two. We got two. So you're, that's okay. We're going to come back, Stephen. <laughs> you, you have high hopes, Matt. <laughs> hey, look, remember the pool game, Stephen. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's I right. remember that. That's right. That's I'm right. with the shark, so I know who's going to win this one. <laughs> so we were, we were on the uh, La Lita Loca Cruise Geeks group cruise beforehand, and we all went to a pool hall and, and played pool. And I was, I was, uh, teamed up with, um, I, I don't know any good pool nicknames or, or I give them the nickname, but, but basically um, with um, Roy Shows, who is, I don't know, who's, who's like a good pool guy, like the WC Field Shows. I don't, I don't know. I can't come up with a good Anyway, I was with Roy who made me look like an amazing pool player. And I kept saying what a terrible pool player I was. And we like just stayed on the table all night long. And then like the last shot of the game was this impossible shot that I was just trying not to scratch. And I actually made this crazy, looked like a trick shot, total accident would never happen again. And Steve decided that I was actually hustling everybody. There was no money involved though, just to be clear. He's, he's, he's a hustler. <laughs> yeah. He definitely hustled us. Good thing there was no money on the table because I'd have been walking. <laughs> All right, Steven. So it's going to be you and me this time. I'm going to give you clues and see how we can do. We got to, we got to make up that two point differential there. Let's get it started here. Okay. This is the first, um, when you start your, Oh, how do I even do this? It's when you're first getting on the ship. It's that first, uh, period of time. The first 24 hours when you're getting on the ship, you, you call it a romance. Um. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that one. It was cruise cruise day. This is a room that has a nice view and you can walk outside. Uh, balcony. Yes. All right. This is where all the food is prepared on the ship. Kitchen. Uh, oh, another uh, name for kitchen. <laughs> he doesn't know it. You can Galley. Oh, he got it. Oh, all right, all right. This is um, this is a cruise line that sounds like a famous person. It's a Royal Caribbean's upgraded one. The Edge. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> What'd you get? I think we got two. You got two. We got two. Hey, at least we're consistent. That's right. Hey, all we need is one. That's true. That's true. That's not fair. <laughs> okay. We're going to knock this out. We're going to get like five. Can we distract yeah. you somehow? No. Oh, come on. I think we should be able to. That's only fair. It's hard. This is harder than it sounds, right? Like, <laughs> it is. Like you think cruise words, how many can there be? But it's like, and then cruise day. How do you describe cruise day without saying cruise or day? <laughs> cruise or day. Yeah. I almost slipped like three different times. All, All right. right, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, we got this. This is uh, when you first get on the ship, the really um, big space where it goes like all the way up. The atrium? The I thought that was a hard one. Um, the speed of the ship is in measured Knots. in. Knots? Um, the only cruise line I've ever been on, it's kind of like a fair. Uh, Royal Caribbean? No. NCL? No. Carnival. It's, yeah. Um, it's another cruise line. A lot of, uh, I'd say it's more for the older crowd. Celebrity? No. Princess? No. Holland America. There you go. 
Um, this is also another cruise line. Um, it's the, sh the cruise line that Matt and I are actually getting ready to go on. Norwegian? Nope. Royal um, Caribbean. There you go. Um, the front of the ship is called... The bow. Yep. Oh, I don't know which side this is. Um, one of the sides of the ship. <laughs> I call shenanigans. What is going on? I think we just got hustled. We got way hustled. How many? They got six points. Of course we did. Yay! <laughs> High, well five. High five. Well done. Well done. So a total of ten to your <laughs> four. Four. <laughs> we had all the hard words though. Yeah. Oh. That wasn't fair. Actually, Aww. I thought when you got atrium, I was like, oh, there's they're stumped on this one. <laughs> and then you were like, it's the atrium. I'm like, what? It's the female mind. That's right. Never underestimate it. <laughs> Speaking of cruises and cruise lines, what what do you guys have planned coming up? Well, we are going on the Whatevs cruise in February, Whatevs 2 with Josh and Michelle. Nice. And Whatevs 2 gang. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And then in April, we are going on the MSC Meraviglia with nice. a couple of our other friends. And that will be wonderful. And that is really, we have another cruise to plan yet for this year, but we haven't made up our mind about it. So that's, I'm not into 2001 yet. <laughs> I'm just trying to get through 2000. And to, I mean, 2021. Right, I got it. No, I, it's, it's like people are pointing out, like, you can't write, like, if you're writing the date, like, today when we're recording, it's one eleven twenty, but you can't do that. You have to put 2020. 2020. Somebody could just fill in whatever they want behind there. So, yeah. So you have so you have three cruises planned, right? Or two cruises planned right now. The Whatevs 2 cruise, which if you guys aren't familiar with that, that's Adventures Ahead, Josh and Michelle, really fun YouTube channel. Check them out. And they have a lot of fun. I, it could be a dangerous cruise, not for overeating, but for over drinking. <laughs> Which then, we're not really big drinkers, so I think we'll be, we'll be okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. It, it should be all right. And uh, I know there's a lot of fun people besides you guys that are also going on that cruise. That should be a blast. And then MSC, uh, where does the Meraviglia, is that how, do I say it right? Mer yeah, Mer the Meraviglia. Mm -hmm. Meraviglia. The G is silent. The G, okay. All right. Yeah. Where is that one sailing silent. out of? Is that Out of Miami. Miami. Okay. What a drive that's going to be. But it's, a, you know, a newer ship for the East Coast. And it's come over recently within the past couple of months. So it's going to be interesting to cruise on that because they are a very health conscious cruise line. Oh, so cool. a lot of Mediterranean food, a lot of healthy options. It's going to be a real an eye-opener to see the difference between that and the like carnival or the Norwegian cruise ships. I know we're getting an MSC here in Tampa in the next year or so and I'm I'm really curious and eager to try it. it's one of the smaller ships but I'm still pretty anxious to try it out. And I actually like the Mediterranean food I mean uh, when I was in Germany they had their uh, European breakfast really was a lot different than what the Americans eat. Um, they had their meats, their cheeses, their egg, um, their parfaits, which were fresh made every day with fresh nice. fruit. Um, but I don't understand the Mediterranean. They, they eat so well, but they're eating a lot of processed food. If you've ever noticed, they do eat a lot of processed food. But their food, some of it is processed, but a lot of their food is made differently than here in the States. And you also... Also over there, fried, I noticed everything's not fried. <laughs> everything is not fried, and it's kind of like being on in an MDR, but on land because over in Europe you're not rushed to eat. Right. In fact, I when I went to the one place, I sat there, I ate my meal, and the waitress didn't come out the whole time. I was like, uh, okay, it's been almost an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> I'm ready to go, and I had to actually flag her down to ask for the check. Now here in the States, it's, okay, here's your appetizer, here's your dinner, here's everything else, all right, here's your bill. Right, right. And they want you in and out. There, it's it's not like that. And I actually felt better eating there than I did when I came back. Interesting. I guess I guess you could say it kind of goes along with, like, eating is more of a lifestyle than a, <laughs> a different part of a lifestyle. I guess it's still a lifestyle here. It's just a different different attitude in general. Right. about about food and and how it's how it's consumed that sort of thing 
Now, I do want to definitely get into creatures while I got you guys on here. And uh, I know you had in, in one of your last videos, well, you posted it on the um, Fantastic Cruising community and uh, it, you had an eel spotting. Yes. Yes. The first time know, I went snorkeling. Yes. And you wanted to know what species it was. But all you have to know is that you spotted an eel because that's what it was. It was a spotted, a spotted moray eel that's that you saw down there. That was, that was in uh, uh, Cozumel, right? At, um, where, where were you guys at? Were you, we actually um, were snorkeling in an area right off the beach, but we went on the Fury Catamaran. Mm -hmm. That's right. So I don't, I don't know Paradise exact, Island, exact yeah. spot. Okay. But it wasn't too far from where the cruise ships were. Okay. It was maybe a 10 or 15 minute drive. It was tricky for me to ID a little bit. Um, I had to like really kind of stop the video and look at it because it just, it just kind of made a run for it or a swim for it right. from one little mound to another. And then on the way it was. And I wasn't down really deep where he was. I was right at the surface. Right. But, but the way that, that, we, um, that we identified it was just by looking at the, the general size, knowing the range, and then you could, if you look really closely, you can kind of see that it's sort of white and brown or white and like a dark, almost black color kind of modeled. And that's a, and this is a pretty common species of eel, especially in that part of the, of the Caribbean around Mexico and stuff is a spotted moray. The other one I see there is the golden tail and that one's much, much smaller. So it couldn't have been that. So pretty cool. Those are really cool animals. I was getting, I mean, I get excited about any sea life I see. But there are certain ones that I get more excited about. Obviously, octopus I get super excited about. But moray eels are really up there as well. I, I love seeing moray eels. And the cool thing is, like, if you see a moray eel and it's at a depth you can get to, you can, like, go get somebody and come back an hour later and it's probably still there. Usually, they're not moving around like that one was. Usually, they're in a spot. They're just hanging out, chilling. Yeah, and, he, was, he was really moving. Yeah, he was, he was busy. Maybe somebody was trying to have him for lunch. Yeah, she saw, he saw you coming. Well, and that was the first time we had ever, I mean, I've snorkeled, since we've been cruising, I've snorkeled off the beaches that we've visited, and I've done that, but this was the first time I've actually had to step off, a, off of a boat into the water to, to snorkel, right. and, it's, and I'm afraid of everything. Um, I was afraid of the little fish. I didn't want them to touch me, because if they touched me, I was afraid I was going to have a panic attack. So I stayed at the surface, and had I gotten down there near him, it probably would have been really cool to see. I mean, it's, it was cool from the surface, so it, it would yeah, have been it is much tough. Better. And when it's deeper water like that, it can be it can be difficult to 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 do that. So, but you still looks like you had a really cool view and stuff of where you were. I got to see a lot of things. A lot of those fish do come right up, and they're used to being fed, I think, by, <laughs> by yeah. the boats and things. So they uh, they are not shy about coming right over to you. It's no, like, they're no. not. <laughs> it took a little getting used to, but I'm glad that I did because snorkeling is one of my favorite activities when we go cruising. Do you get more comfortable with the fish and stuff as you're in the water? You kind of get past that, or is it always on your mind? Oh, no. Once I'm in the water, I totally forget that I'm afraid of them. Okay. Good. Now, you know, if I, I, I told you at one point we, I saw a barracuda, yeah. that kind of scared the, the daylights out of me. If I were to see like a shark or something, I probably would feel a little bit differently because that would totally terrify me. But once I'm in the water, I really do forget that yeah. I'm afraid of them. And, and I can tell you, and, and maybe, maybe I'm not the right person to, to tell people this, but I can tell you like from the more you're around certain animals, the more comfortable and confident you are around them like the first time i saw a barracuda which was a long long time ago i was fascinated by it but i was kind of leery of it now when i see a barracuda like the thought of it being a danger to me doesn't even cross my mind and and same with sharks when i see a shark um if, if it was a big shark i'm sure because i haven't seen that many of those the first thing i would think is okay i'm really excited but that is a shark but uh but other sharks smaller sharks i've seen nurse sharks I see those and it doesn't even phase me anymore. So I think just like with the fish, if you're around them more, like you kind of get comfortable and you're like, okay, they're not, they really aren't going to bother me and stuff. And then you just kind of get, get past it and stuff. But that is not the cruise creature for this week because I, I asked you guys <laughs> if you had a cruise creature in mind and you came up with one of my favorite non-aquatic animals that I've seen on a cruise. And this was also, I think you were in, where were you at when you saw these things? Were you in Mexico? We were, we were in Cozumel. Mm -hmm. Cozumel. And 
were you at uh, where were you at when you when you saw them um after we went on the catamaran to snorkel they took us to a private beach okay and, and that's there. where we were yeah they, okay, they so, were there so the mystery animal that i'm that i'm alluding <laughs> to here is a small mammal and by small i mean about the size of a raccoon and that's a good way to describe them because they're actually related to raccoons and they are called coatis and they are adorable and, and I, I don't know how to describe them really too well. Um, they're sort of raccoon color, but they have a pointier nose. They've got some white and black and they're overall, they're kind of brown. They have a long tail that's, that's banded. There's actually a few different species that you can see, but usually you'll see um, the one that's, I think it's called the white, white faced. I need to look, I don't have that note in front of me. There's one that you see most of the time in Mexico area, white nose, that's what it is, white nose coati. And so these guys, it's, it's funny because um, I was in Mexico and I went to this place called Excarat. It's kind of like, almost like bush gardens, but it's in a rainforest and instead of roller coasters, there's like other experiences. But I saw wild coatis and I was like you, I was like, these are amazing and they're adorable. And then later on, I saw a raccoon like as an animal that was on exhibit at Excarat. <laughs> so right. like here, it would be the opposite, right? You'd see a coati at the zoo and then there's raccoons like invading your, your picnic or something like that. But, uh, but they're really cool animals. They had that long nose, really good sense of smell, and they use it to root up their favorite food, which is pretty much anything, any small little vertebrates or invertebrates, like they'll eat insects, they'll eat spiders, they'll eat all sorts of little things that they're rooting off the ground. They eat some plants, so they're kind of omnivorous animals. They're not too picky, though. They're a lot like our raccoons here. They're looking for crabs, or they're looking for berries, or whatever they can find. Very, very similar in their in their habits and, and that sort of thing. And they also have a similar reputation as raccoons. Yeah, absolutely. So we have a we have a friend at work, and she just got back from a cruise of sorts to Antarctica. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and she started in Argentina and she was down in Argentina and one of the highlights of her cruise, and she loves like marine mammals and stuff. So you can imagine how excited she was about Antarctica on top of it, just going to Antarctica. But one of the highlights of her cruise was she was, she was watching this small child who was trying to have lunch and basically got mugged by a group of coatis. And they, <laughs> they like apparently surrounded the child and like stole his ice cream from oh him. Goodness. And then the mom saw him and was like, what are you doing? Why are you giving the, your ice cream to the, those animals? <laughs> it's like, no, the kid was just basically robbed of his ice cream. But, uh, but, they're, but they're mischievous, but they're also pretty adorable. So if you're ever in any part of uh, Central America or Mexico, South America, there is a, a real good chance that you might come across these coatis. Sometimes they're called coatamundis, but uh, usually I hear them referred to as coatis. Pretty, pretty cool, mischievous little creatures. They were very cute. If an <laughs> anteater, a raccoon, and a monkey had a baby, that's what that would look like. Because it had very a long good, tail, yeah. the long pointed snout, and the body of it looked like a raccoon. That is a very good way to describe yeah. them. I think I you just say, nailed it. Yeah, I would <laughs> say they look similar to like a ring-tailed lemur. Yeah, they yeah, got yeah. a lemur, lemur yeah. tail. They've uh -huh. got like the, almost an anteater face. And then they've got like the raccoon, the raccoon body. body and some markings yeah. and stuff. <laughs> but it was really cute because the um, little restaurant on the beach where we were, they had set out a plate of fruit and that's where it was getting its food from. So, so they it, were purposely feeding it. So they were, they were feeding like an it. attraction. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Pretty cool. Cute little things. See, now, if you do that here, like in Florida, I never, I don't know, I grew up in Missouri, rarely ever saw a raccoon that wasn't splattered on the road, and then moved down to Florida. First time I saw a raccoon, I was really excited. I'm like, wow, there's a raccoon. It's the middle of the day. Now it's like raccoons are almost like pigeons. If you go to a lot of the parks where people feed them, yeah. like you got to keep the raccoons away from you because they'll come right up to you like a squirrel, really, would probably be a better description. They're everywhere and uh, super aggressive in some cases. And of course, raccoons can be rabies carriers, so you got to be a little wary of them but most of them don't have rabies yeah that's what i'm that's what i'm sticking to <laughs> <laughs> so we like to go into cruise etiquette sometimes and uh it's kind of a new thing we're starting we've just done this once or, or so and so this week we thought our etiquette of the week for cruise etiquette we need like a like a very pinkies up kind of music that le leads into this like 
Who's etiquette? Do, 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 do. Anyway, this time it is one that I'm sure a lot of people are going to be behind, and that is when you're on the cruise ship, stop saving chairs, right? Have you guys run into chair hogs? Yes. On the cruise? Yeah. We, ha- we have run into them. We have seen them. It really doesn't affect us because we don't really hang out by the pool. That's true. I don't either, actually. They don't really impact me too much either, except for I know a lot of people are upset by them. And I have seen it, and I still have been like, oh, look at all this. You go out at 7 in the morning, and there's like two people on the pool deck, but 90% of the chairs have like stuff on them. It's like, come on, come on, people. If, if you want to save a chair, and you got to go to the bathroom, you want to go get a, a bite from the buffet and bring it back, I'm cool with that. You know, like if you're gone five minutes, maybe even 10 minutes, but if you're going to be gone for like an hour, you need to give that chair up. You got you to gotta let somebody else have a, have a shot at that chair. Yeah, the, the biggest place that it bugs me, because like, like you, I don't sit at the pool, is the serenity deck. There, I have run into that at the serenity Because deck. that's where I like to be, because I don't, I don't want to be around all them kids. Yeah. So I go to the serenity deck, and I usually walk around and might find a chair. Right. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing worse than looking for a chair, and you can't find one, but there's like five empty chairs. Yeah, yeah, that's really annoying. And, and look. It goes the same as saving chairs for like a friend or family or something like that. Like if, if you know they're coming right there, they're going to be back, that's fine. But if you don't know if they're coming back or they're going to be back like in an hour, you got to give up the chair. Yeah. The, yeah. Other, the other part of that is, is like if you're cruising with you and, you know, 12 other people and you save like 12 chairs and you're the only one there, that drives me nuts too. <laughs> Like it's one thing to save a chair and like be gone for an hour, but to save 12 chairs, it's ridiculous. It's all wrong, Kimberly. It's wrong. It's all wrong. I know. Don't save chairs. No, it's a, it's a big topic in the cruising community. Like people get really upset over that, but it is not a, a polite thing to do. Yeah. So it's good cruise etiquette. Just be respectful of, of saving chairs. That's right. Use, might... use your chair and don't save it. Yeah. All right, we're almost done with this episode, but before we go, we did start our countdown of eight things we're looking forward to on our next cruise, which is coming up in just 41 days from when we're recording this. Or seven episodes. Or seven episodes. Yeah, that, hey, that's math makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it's like we did it purposely. Um, it is. So what are we looking forward to? What was number seven on our list of things we're looking forward to on this upcoming cruise? So number seven is the solarium. Oh, yes. The which, solarium. I'm really excited because I've seen videos of it and I've never been on a ship with something like that. So have you guys, you guys have been on Royal Caribbean? No, we haven't seen Royal Caribbean. Okay. So solariums, are you guys familiar with the solarium? Yes. Yeah. So if if you're listening out there and you're like, what is the solarium that you speak of? It's, is it the sun? It's not, it's basically, it's a, like a covered area. So it's climate controlled. Um, it's really, they're usually really nice. I mean, they vary from ship to ship, but a lot of the Royal Caribbean ships do have solariums and, uh, they're just very serene. It's sort of their version of the serenity deck, like on carnival, I guess you could say. Kind of like a big glass room, isn't it? It is. It is. Some of them, the roof can actually, I think, move, but I don't think it, I don't know if it does on on the brilliance. I don't really care. (laughs) It doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. The, the cool thing about it, though, is like if you go on a cruise this time of year and you get cold weather, like if you're going to the Bahamas or something, you're good. Yeah. You're still good because you can go in the solarium and it's, it's nice and toasty and you can enjoy it. If it's raining, you can still enjoy it. So it's a really cool spot on the ship. Definitely one I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Excellent. All right. Well, we do want to thank Ann and Steve for coming on the podcast. Thank you guys so much. Love you guys, and uh, you know, couldn't wait to get you guys on here. I thought this was a great time with everybody thinking about being healthy. Keep thinking about that all year long. But thank you guys so much. Yeah, thank you for having us. It was a real, it was a lot of fun. It was a real honor to be here. We're real happy to do it, and we hope everybody lives healthier and cruise healthier in 2020. And you can do it. Everybody can do it. It's just keeping that mindset. Go out, have a good time, but remember. Sometimes your choices have negative consequences. So just try and keep the balance, keep the keel even. That's right. That's right. And the older we get, the more we have to be aware of that keel. That's what I find. Or else it ends up in the, in the, 
Heel, heel, aft. Yeah. Yeah. right in the aft. <laughs> right in the aft. There, there you go. That's what I was looking for. So once again, if you haven't already, go check out Chip Shape with Ann and Steven, YouTube, Facebook group, really fun group, really fun people. Thanks again so much. Absolutely, guys. Thanks again for coming on. And I think it's time to head for the horizon. But until next time, seize the day. Have a fantastic week, everybody. was a fun episode how did you like ann and steve i can't wait to meet them i think they're super cool they are super cool lots of fun and very funny and just super nice people yeah maybe i should say meet them in person because i feel like we had like a good hour of like meeting time we did through the screens yeah hey you know what it's not our cruise day yet but uh monday is somebody's cruise day it is it's mary miller's cruise day and she's going on a 10-day or 10-night ten ten night Panama, Panama Canal, Canal Costa Rica. I'm so jealous. Yeah. So I'm so jealous. I but, wish I wish I could be with her. Right? That sounds amazing. Yeah. So have fun, Mary. Bon voyage. Take me with you next time. <laughs> we can leave Matt here. What? He will be a little mad. Uh, no. Okay, we have no. to we have to take Matt. Yes. He can sleep required. on the floor. That's fine. He doesn't care where he sleeps. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> have a great cruise, Mary, when you get back. Let us know and let us know all about it. Maybe we'll we'll see if she'll come on the podcast. Tell us about it. That's a good idea. All right. What do well, you think, Mary? Let us know, Mary, and have a great cruise, everybody else. If you're cruising this week, enjoy your cruise. We wish you were we wish we were cruising, too. 41 days. 41.